readings today challenge us in some ways, especially the first one. The second one is invite us to do something more for God's kingdom. And then third, we will briefly reflect on Elizabeth of Portugal and her work, as well as today we honor St. Anthony Zachariah. First, the, from the prophet Hosea. What is the prophet speaking? What is he saying to the people of God? They're after all people of God. They're people of the covenant. But as you know, we human beings have a tendency to forget things and to function based on our impulses, our disorders, our needs, whatever it may be. And so even though we hear God's word, even though we know his ways, but we set him aside. And so this is what prophet Isaiah says today. They made kings in Israel, but not by my authority. So they chose leadership not according to the holiness, not according to justice, not according to the truth of the people, but because of other reasons, other, other needs, whatever it may be, which means that, oh, he should be a king because I can benefit from him. He can be a leader because I can take advantage of, of the situation. I'll support him. Isn't it today's politics, world of political uh, arena, isn't it the same thing? People are choosing leaders for something else. If they support abortion, yes. If they support this, if they support that, we'll, we'll, we'll push or give money through the big corporations, which also, and, and of course, I'm not saying that only they, because it's, it's the people who are there who, who push, for, for, push for something that they wish to acquire. But this is what the Lord says. They choose kings. They make kings, but not by my authority. They'll get their way, but then there will be consequences. And so these, what are the consequences? Okay, with their silver and gold, they made idols for themselves to their own destruction. So first of all, silver and gold, whatever it may, that, that signifies. Setting aside God's, God's laws, God's ways for the sake of something which money can buy, or basically silver and gold, meaning that that which you want to possess. Cast away your calf, cast away your calf of Samaria. My wrath is kindled against them, cast away, cast away your idols. How long will you be unable to attain innocence? The work of an artisan, not God at all, destined for the flames, such as the calf of Samaria, for all the idols, whatever it is, they're worthless. Are they God? No, they're not. They will not help you. And then, very powerful statement here, when they sow the wind, they shall reap the whirlwind. Um, wind, yes, but whirlwind is multiplied force, hurricane type. Uh, so the, the destructive element of the world, you know, world, whirlwind. The implication is here very simple. When we sin, we sin perhaps over many years. But when, when, the, when the consequences of sin come, we feel it's terrible. We're terrible. The tragedies, the difficulties that come. 
we have, you know, saw the wind of the wind of for 50 years of this type of absolute anti-life in the wombs, policy, law, and then there's the consequences. 50 years later, we reap the wind, the whirlwind of it all. And so it's the same thing within our own lives. People stop praying, stop going to church. You know, usually if you don't pray for a year, you don't go to church anymore. If you don't go to church, you don't receive the Eucharist and you don't go to other sacraments. Because unless you believe in your Eucharist, in your real presence, then why do you go to confession? You know, the same, so all those things. So the invitation is here through Isaiah, through Hosea, that we have to really look at ourselves and to see what type of wind that we saw because we don't want to experience the whirlwind of the consequences of our sin. And then we continue from, uh, from uh, Hosea. He says, when Ephraim made many altars to expiate sin, and many did. You know, you have, you make altars because you want to offer sacrifice, but his altars became occasions of sin. Why? Because as Hosea would say, you can't wait to get rid of the day of holy day. You want to do your business. And then you fight on the day of the Sabbath, which means the day when you're supposed to be offering sacrifices. You're fighting and, and you're clawing each other. And so that means, so this day where you set up for God and for worship of God, for honoring him, for listening to his word, become occasions of sin. So therefore those sins are not expiated because you continue to to, to offend the Lord. Though they offer sacrifice, immolate flesh, and, and eat it, the Lord is not pleased with them. He shall still remember their guilt and punish their offenses. Very challenging word from Isaiah to Hosea today for all of us, to have, that we may be able to examine our lives, examine the things we do, or have, have we fallen into patterns of, of weakness, of sin, we falling into a pattern of, of setting aside the Lord, because then the consequences are there. Yet, the house of Israel, it says in the responsible psalm, trusts in the Lord, because they say, just like Psalm 50, oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner, because we recognize the sinfulness, and so we recognize and we wish to, to, to be reconciled with God. And so that type of compunction examination of conscience, sacrament of penance. No, ma no matter what we have done, it releases us. It transforms, gives us that freedom, and the Lord forgives us. The second aspect is from the gospel today. The Lord walks through the synagogues, goes to different towns and villages, proclaiming the God, the gospel of the kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. And the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God means God's grace, presence. It's in the midst. And that kingdom has become reality in Jesus himself. So wherever the Lord walks, his kingdom is kingdom of God, God's kingdom of mercy, of love, of forgiveness, of justice. In Jesus, we have this beautiful gift of, of, uh, and the power to, to transform the society. And this is why Jesus' example today, even though the demoniac was not able to speak, yet the Lord has the power to remove evil from our midst, evil 
from our hearts evil even of such strength as, as possessions, possessions by the evil one, because when we cooperate with sin, we allow the evil one to affect us more and more. And then, and then the evil one starts having a predominant role and so we, make, we choose not according to God's ways, but according to the weakness or the, or the type of addictions which we may have. And then finally, the Lord says to us, he looks at the people, he recognizes that so many are broken, so many are in need of healing, so many are in need of consolation and correction, but there's not, there's not enough laborers in his vineyard, so there's not enough shepherds and he says pray pray that you may have more shepherds they'll take care of you they'll take care of the sheep which seem to be like without lost and so the invitation is to um to to invitation to pray that god will respond to our prayers that he will grant the grace of shepherds <clears throat> and when the lord speaks of shepherds not just priests and religious it's all of us all of us all of us are to be shepherds and guides for others because by baptism we become priestly people, we become uh, kingly people, we become prophetic people. We are, pre we are priest, prophet, and king, which means we have capacity to speak on behalf of God. We have the capacity to govern or to share or to administer things on behalf of God. And we have the capacity also to, 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 uh, uh, to be priestly, meaning intercede intercede, powerfully intercede. And you know, when we pray the chaplet of divine mercy, what we're doing, interceding. We're exercising the priestly role of intercession. I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. This is what Jesus is doing before the Father on our behalf and he's inviting us to, to exercise that role of being priestly people, of asking for, for the intercession, the offering ourselves, offering ourselves as Jesus is on behalf of others, praying not only for ourselves, but for the whole world. What a powerful intercession that is. We share in Jesus. We share his, his priestly role. Also, we share his prophetic role, that we can speak with words and actions, the way we live, the truth, the truth of God. And obviously, we are to arrange things within our families, in the businesses we have, wherever we do, or we are public servants, that we would be able to exercise the, 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 the truth, the ethics, which are Christian ethics, Christian concept of what is right and what is wrong. And today, finally, we, talk, we want to talk briefly about Saint Elizabeth, sometimes she's known as Isabel. We know a lot of Isabels, so this will be the, the name today, although the church calls Elizabeth because it's the original Hebrew name. So who's this Isabel? She was born into Aragonese, Aragon family. And um, when she was still young, she was giving marriage to King of Portugal and then she had two children. Her husband was not exactly faithful, so she would take care of all his children outside of marriage. She would take care of them, uh, an extraordinary type of love. She understood those children were in need of assistance. 
Uh, they were born out of wedlock, so they didn't have any rights. Um, so she bravely endured all the afflictions, troubles, but she was able to do so through prayer. She, had, she would harmonize her heart with prayer and then works of love, charity, on behalf of so many who are in need. Then ultimately, uh, when her husband died, she distributed all her property to the poor and she became a third order Franciscan. Uh, so she lived out her, her life after, her, after the death of her husband as religious. But there's something very important which she did besides all the other things. Towards the end of her life, there was a dispute between her son and her son-in-law. So King of Portugal and King of Aragon in Spain. And they went and wanted to wage war against each other and it would have been brutal to a fratricidal war because they would have all the members of the family would have been destroyed, killed, maimed. And so her, she wanted to bring peace. And so she worked between the two families, you know, the, the, her own original family and the, and the family that uh, her son represented. And finally, she was able to bring peace, but she exhausted herself by the continuous traveling between the two parties. And, and so she passed away as a, as someone, a, a woman of, of, uh, of peace. And today's reading, I have to say from the Office of Readings from St. Peter Chrysologus, he says, there's a reading, he says, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. And this is a peace, being a peacemaker, being someone who tries to bring forth harmony among others you know, take, make up for their lack, whatever it may be. Peace, St. Peter Chrysologus says, peace, dearest brethren, rescues humanity from servitude, provides them with the name of a free person, changes the identity before God together, this condition which means Christ's peace. Christ's peace that is given is actually transforms us from being slaves. Very interesting concept. Peace among brothers is the will of God, the joy of Christ, the completion of holiness, the rule of justice, the teacher of truth, the guardian of morals, and praiseworthy discipline in every regard. So the peaceful person, peace, a person who works for peace is actually doing the Father's will and gives Christ joy because he wants all to live in peace, in harmony, to be able to say, I'm sorry, to be able to overcome and, and and, and overcome the, 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 the vicissitudes, the, 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 the weaknesses that we all possess. And then St. Peter Chrysalgus says, Peter is the mother of love, the bond of concord, and the manifest sign of pure soul, one which seeks to please God, which seeks to be fulfilled, and has its desire rewarded. Peace must be preserved according to the Lord's precepts. I leave you peace, my peace I give you not like the world gives you, but the way I give you. And this is the peace I pray, the Lord prays for us. And then uh, St. Peter Chrysagos continues, he says, um, God is the giver, 
of peace. God is the planter of peace in a root. But the one who always uproots peace, the discord is in biblical name, diabolos, in Greek, diabolos, the one who scatters, who divides. The one, this is the name of, of the diabolos, the devil, the, 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 the prince, the liar, who sets people against each other, who convinces them that they're right, who convinces them they're just, and so there seems to be no, no possibility of reconciliation. And that reconciliation can only be brought by, by, by us embracing the truth of the gospel, the truth of gospel preaching, morals, ethics. Because, because if we follow him, where does he drive us? To hatred. The evil one drives us to hatred, diabolos. And who, as Jesus says, he's a murderer from the beginning, the murderer of brothers. The murderer, because by his lies, he convinces us that we are right because we don't open ourselves to the gospel. We don't open ourselves to the teachings of Christ, the teachings of the church. But rather, we, we, we by customs, by traditions, or whatever it may be, national weaknesses, whatever it may be, or family, or, you know, family of origin difficulties, we, we fall into this pattern. And so we must keep peace before all other virtues, since God is always in peace. It's God, God is in peace. It's in a peaceful heart where God is, in turmoil. We, we, it's hard to find the Lord because we don't cry out to him. Or we, even if we cry out, we, don't, we lose patience because we feel like we've been praying already for a while and it seems like God doesn't seem to listen to us. And yet God is not only God, whose name is love, but his God is peace. Peace. Peace on earth. Peace was given when Christ was born. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to people of goodwill because of Christ, the Prince of Peace. So therefore allowing Christ to enter more deeply into our hearts, we, are, we become people of peace. Allowing his truth, his word, to find root in our hearts, in our minds, will help us to bring peace to others, will help us to seek reconciliation, will help us to attain holiness. And finally, two sentences about St. Anthony uh, Macaria. Uh, he was an Italian who was born in northern Italy, who lived barely 36 years at the beginning of 1500s. He established two communities, one the uh, uh, clerk's regular uh, of St. Paul for men's community, he co-founded women's community. But he was known to celebrate, to set aside three days for Eucharistic adoration. And these were what became known as a 40 hours devotion, which we just had this past weekend, 40 hours devotion. So he was the one, and he did it in a cathedral of Milan, in the church in Milan. So that's the love that, 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 uh, that we have from him. So maybe then today, as we continue the sacred liturgy one, we hear the challenge for the people of God from Hosea, that we refrain from infidelities to God, that we listen to him, how we will be able to accomplish the things of God if we listen to him rather than following our own ways. And as the gospel says today to us very clearly, 
The Lord wants us to be people who follow him, who to promote the kingdom of God, who pray for those shepherds who are so needed for our church, for our world, for our country, good shepherds, in, a, in, accord, in accordance to the shepherd of Christ who can, sheep, who can shepherd us through them. And finally, Elizabeth of Hungary, the woman who reconciles, the woman of peace, the woman who is able to be such a powerful instrument for us today, how we can become workers and disciples of peace, peace of Christ, to bring forth reconciliation into our homes, into our country, into this world. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.